0: Hello and welcome to Castable. This is the podcast which brings on brilliant guests to pitch their dream music festival. My name is Matt Hoss and I'm the host, and I'm here to guide you around their music festival. Today's guest is truly very special as we're interviewing someone who is a pop singer-songwriter from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. She's releasing her debut album, Dear Diary, and it's going to be an absolute belter. Please welcome Demi Michelle. Hello.
1: Hi, I'm so excited to be here.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a real treat to have you. Thank you, Demi. It's a uh, yeah. I think uh, I was just saying off air that uh, we very rarely get people who are. Um, Uh, not comedian, I was going to say talented there, (laughs) comedians are talented, but you're you're a genuine singer-songwriter from America nonetheless, and this is a great triumph for our podcast, it's a real treat to have you.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, it's such an honor, I love the show, so it's fantastic to be here.
0: Thank you very much, and uh, we we always start off the podcast talking about people's music tastes and stuff like that, but um, if someone were to ask you what kind of music are you into, how do you typically respond?
1: I typically say that I started only listening to pop music, Um, but recently I've started listening to country as well, and I think that's huge because I think it's so important to be into more than one genre, and I was kind of selfish for a while being like, oh, pop, like pop's the good one, like I don't want to listen to anything else, Um, and then I started listening to country, and then I actually started to write country, so pop and country are definitely my two genres.
0: That's, that's so cool. And uh, you, you're coming from a place which is um, really interesting on this podcast because the music that you listen to, uh, do, do you think the music that you listen to inspires what you do? And can kind you of think, oh, that'd be cool to kind of go in that direction or to look at different aspects from different genres and stuff like that?
1: Definitely. I think what the coolest thing is, is that happens kind of without us noticing as songwriters. Um, yeah. Even if you don't necessarily acknowledge, hey, I listened to this song and this artist and they're influencing me. Even if you don't actually think about that, it's happening, whether you know it or not. Because I feel like no matter what you do, if you're inspired by something, it naturally finds its way into what you're doing. But I try to be aware of that because it's always good to compare to songs that are very successful And be like, okay, where am I lacking necessarily, like with this, or how can I get better? Um, So Mm -hmm. I'm very observant when I'm listening to music, so yeah.
0: That's so cool and uh, I remember reading uh, Simon Pegg's autobiography and uh, he studied in film uh, at university and he said that since studying in film I can't watch a film the same way ever again and do you feel that like that's the same in music like it's kind of like you have to take a real analytical approach to it and be like right that's what's happening here that arrangement there uh, uh, do you think about that all the time or do you get to have that uh, do you get to relax as well?
1: Yeah, you know what? I think it is important to not necessarily do the same thing again because you Mm -hmm. always want to keep things fresh. And yes, you have a genre. Yes, you can write in the same genre and can have similar lyrical concepts. But I think the goal as a songwriter is to always deliver something unique and that hasn't been done before. And so I'm always striving to stay true to myself while also bringing something new to the table.
0: Whoa! This is, this, yeah, this is you know what this is the reason I set up a Castle because I just <laughs> I get to nerd out about music <laughs> all the time. It's great. <laughs> so you mentioned pop and country being two of your bigger um, genres, but what what would you say the polar opposites of your uh, tastes are? Because like we have some really uh, eccentric and eclectic tastes on here as well. <laughs> so like, uh, well, if you had to say one song from like the the most like like of your tastes, like uh, it could be like from. Um, Sweet uh, like opera to uh to heavy metal like what what would be your two uh the lamp posts your, your goal posts of your tastes um
1: i i'm not a fan i don't listen to any heavy metal <laughs> um i i actually am not i'm not like against classical music at all because i was classically trained i went to school for music and i got a degree and i was f- focused on classical music so um i like classical but i think the other one for me would be like hip-hop or rap i don't mind pop songs that have a rap verse but a full hip-hop song is just a little Mm -hmm. bit too much for me um Mm -hmm. so i think there's a two that i'm not a huge fan of
0: yeah like we we often quite talk to a lot of people who um like they really do like a lot of the older kind of stuff but from listening to your album and also listening to um like yeah your music tastes as well like uh would you is it fair to say that you quite like a lot of modern music and modern musicians
1: Definitely. Yeah, I I spent a lot of time exploring, you know, who is popular and having hits on the radio versus, you know, up and coming independent artists as well in the genres, Um, because I feel like independent artists are pushing the boundaries a lot and coming up with very interesting things. And it's all very modern. So yeah, I definitely listen to a lot of modern artists and genres.
0: Yeah. Do you ever like compare like between like modern artists and new artists, or is it is there something new that new artists are doing differently? What's what's that experimental edge that you were talking about?
1: I think it's blending genres, and we're seeing that mm-hmm. a little bit in mainstream. Um, but I feel like independent artists, because they're not with a label, and there's not a very strong emphasis necessarily on marketing and where are we placing this? What genre is this? I feel like independent artists are. You know, finding things that they're interested in and saying, "Okay, what if I put these two things together or what if I added this instrument in? Um, So it's very it's very free. And I think that's why I love so much about being independent is I can basically do whatever I want and try out new things. And there's no pressure there.
0: Oh, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> well, I, I I think I'm pretty much the same, because um, I'm, like, uh, as a comedian, like, very very free to do what I want, but I, <laughs> there is a pressure which I put on myself, like, why aren't you perfect? Do it perfect straight away. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Uh, yeah, I have to, yeah, I have a harsh, uh, harsh work ethic, but... Um, but also talking about that harsh work ethic, uh, you know, like, uh, people might be logging on to listen to uh, my wonderful guest today, uh, who is an amazing singer songwriter, but yeah, you, you might not know Demi, but I actually, uh, I, I recorded my own country album, um, a couple of years ago, what? which, uh, not, not, I have to, I have to be really clear here. Not really. It's all, it, I did record an album, but it was done in the worst and most punk way possible. <laughs> On like a, on like an audio recorder, and uh, it, was, it was it was a callback in my show because I did a show called uh, "Here Comes Your Man," which was uh, in 2018 uh, or 2019. I did a show about uh, uh, breaking up with someone, and there was a joke in that saying that to win them back, I was gonna uh, <laughs> I was gonna write them a country album, and get really oh famous, and because uh, you know what all the big famous people do it, like Alanis Morissette, and uh, um, that's it really. But like, do you, do you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, yeah, I thought I thought that would be my way to kind of. Like to kind of get back on track, but it didn't quite work out. But <laughs> as a, as a fun joke, I thought it'd be fun to actually make the album, and uh, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's really bad. It's that's <laughs> it's hilarious!
1: So, oh my gosh, yes.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I think that uh, you're amongst uh, esteemed company today. Uh, <laughs> um tell you what. After this, I think what we should do. I think once you're a little less busy, I think we should do a second uh, episode <laughs> where you listen to my album and do like a critique. of Oh what my I gosh, was. that'd be so
1: much fun! Yes, it, it's
0: really bad. Like I can't stress, it's not. It's not a good album. <laughs> 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 it's barely music, to be honest. <laughs> but. Oh my gosh but um but anyway less about me but let's uh before we move on to your festival because we're really excited to hear um about uh, your festival and uh but let's talk about your festival experiences have you been to many music festivals before
1: i've actually been to none which is super <gasps> sad yeah i live in pittsburgh pennsylvania we don't get many big like musical events here we get big named artists but in terms mm-hmm. of festivals it's not really thing here um I've always wanted to go to Coachella and the iHeartRadio Radio Music Festival and that hasn't happened yet but I've been to so many concerts but music festivals are things I haven't gone to yet
0: wow and what so in your head um uh, firstly you're gonna, you're gonna be pitching a music festival without even being to one which is crazy <laughs> but what what's your like what's your vision of a music festival what kind of what kind of like myths and kind of like uh things you imagine would happen at a music festival
1: I just think it'd be a day of, like, total fun, free, chill, listening to music with lots of surprises. Um, I think one of the most beautiful things about a music festival that I would love to experience is just so many different artists coming together to perform together for this big event. And I think that's the overall thing I'd be so excited to witness, personally. But overall, super fun vibe. You know, I'd love to go to one one day.
0: And a final question in this section. Would you ever go in a mosh pit at a festival?
1: No, I haven't even (laughs) gone to those in like concerts. I like having my like front rear seats or like up and top. Yeah, I don't want to go in that.
0: You're very VIP. I, I, I do not go down with the peasants. Thank you very much. I am in my VIP. I'm backstage and uh, I'm, I'm sitting with the band. Yes, thank you very much. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> anyway, that's... Um, so we, we're learning a lot about you, Demi, and we can't wait to learn more uh, as we go and set up camp. Hello and welcome to season five of Castable. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It really means the world to me. If you'd like to help support the podcast, please make sure to give it five stars on Spotify or Apple or whatever platform that you're using and give it a nice review. If you like the podcast, please tell a friend, share it. If you want to have bonus content and financially support the podcast, why don't you become a Patreon for a little less pound a month We you get to have bonus podcasts, videos, and so much more. Best way to support the podcast is keep on listening to the show and enjoy the rest of the season. Cast the if you can hear me. I want you to sing along. Go for it so demi this is the part where i ask you the the non-musical questions about your festival and let's let's learn about the basics so what is the name of your festival
1: the oceanside music festival
0: Wait, was that was that ocean sad or oceanside
1: oceanside
0: okay but the ocean sad music festival so that's that's a uh it's it's a concept but it's a, I thought it's gonna be a bit of a downer there but like yeah the ocean side is really a lot nicer yeah ocean side <laughs> like uh, uh, let's just uh take a brain st- like, let's just try and think about this for a second who who would play at the ocean sad festival radiohead definitely yeah <laughs>
1: um i feel like adele too i feel like all yeah. of her songs are really sad
0: yeah, I'm by the ocean. It's really better. It's make yeah. That's not how Adele sounds, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So not the Ocean Sand Festival, but the Ocean Side Festival. Way better. It's, it sounds a lot nice. And which ocean would it be?
1: It would actually be at Saint Thomas, one of the U.S. Virgin Islands. I've been there. It's beautiful, and I'm just imagining a stage set up on the beach and this big festival going on.
0: Oh, so so it's on uh, on an island, which uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. And uh, so that that asks my next question: where but geographically, it is. So, but tell me more about that decision. So, what? Why? Why is it on that island? And uh, tell us more about what you think it'll look like
1: um so i love st thomas as i said i've been there multiple times and it's just a beautiful island it's very chill like if you think of other islands like the bahamas they're like super fun there's a bunch of stuff going on and i feel like st thomas is the opposite word super chill so i think bringing a music festival there that's more like upscale um mm-hmm. obviously beachy vibe but like not trashy at all like everybody better keep it together if they're at this <laughs> <music> festival um <laughs> okay
0: now you just said something really really important there <laughs> Just said, you gotta keep it together, people. <laughs> yeah. Now, now you just said it's nice and chill, but if you don't, if you don't do this right, you're going, yeah, you, you're leaving the festival forever. Do yeah. it my way or no way.
1: Yeah, <laughs> if people start getting trashy, I'll like, I'll just tell them they gotta leave. Like, this is not the place.
0: <laughs> um, so this is a classy, not a trashy festival. Yeah, right? exactly,
1: classy. Um, so
0: what? Well, okay, but this is interesting because like, I'm not sure if you've ever been to any. Well, you you, you haven't, but like, if you've ever. I don't, I'm not sure if you've ever seen any footage of like any British music festivals and I don't think if ever you kick people out for being trashy there'd be no one left you know <laughs> everyone's yeah. trashy and but uh what what does trashy mean in your opinion being someone who's just getting drunk and being rude and stuff like that or what what kind of thing um, do you have I in mind
1: just that but like I don't want anything going down where people are getting into fights or like, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't want like I want people to be, you know, like respectful to the island. I don't want food and stuff like all over the sand and just just like be respectful to the island and like respectful to the performers and everything like that.
0: See, now, now I've realized what's happened here. Where You said trashy. It's just basic politeness. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think I that's that's definitely doable. <laughs> but, yeah, well, to be fair, it, yeah, you always get someone who's a bit of a bad apple. And, uh, yeah, yeah I, I imagine, you you know, at gigs, sometimes they'll just have someone who's either too drunk or just too intense or too mm-hmm. weird. And yeah. they just kind of, it, they kind of create a bad atmosphere as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but. But yeah, so um, so when did you go to St. Thomas? Um, have, uh, how many times have you been there before?
1: Um, I'm trying to think three for sure, maybe four. We went a couple of times like, before COVID. Like, we went during the summer and then like over Christmas. Um, and then the summer before that we went. And I'm trying to think if there was another time, but at least three.
0: Yes, cool. And have you ever performed over there or was it just a, a leisure visit?
1: It's just like total vacation i've never performed there i think it'd be cool yeah. to perform there though
0: <laughs> yeah well that's uh that's uh yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm interested to hear if you're going to be performing at your own festival or are you too that, that's actually my next question um what, what is the role that you'll have at your festival are you someone um are you someone who kind of like likes to be quite busy and like uh, is like organized everything backstage or are you going to be partying with all the people are you in the vip area what's what's the role that you would like to have over the whole festival
1: I feel like when I'm in charge of things, I like to be like super on top of the organization and making sure everything is going well. So I feel like I would be backstage making sure that all the artists are ready to go and making sure that everything is organized and that nothing's hitting the fan. And just like I would love to be out in the front partying, but at the same time, I want this music festival to be a success for all the guests. So I feel like I would be more selfless and make sure everything is yeah. going well.
0: And you're there to tell all the artists, stop being trashy. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey,
1: hey,
0: Keith Richards, <laughs> put that fag out. You. I, um, <laughs> just, yeah. He's, he's absolutely just there. Uh, yeah. You're telling all the rock stars to be uh, on your, Axl Rose, be on your best behavior. If you're not, if you, if you, if you don't arrive on time, you're not being paid, mate. Yeah. Like, <laughs> are you, are you quite the harsh taskmaster then? Do you think that you're quite, <laughs> quite rude? Uh, not rude. Are you quite, <laughs> are you strict? Are you strict in that way? Um,
1: I feel like I am just because um, I'm not I want to say I'm a perfectionist but I really I'm like really type A personality so I really want Mm -hmm. stuff to be organized and go well and things that like don't go well or if something's off it majorly bothers me even if it's super small so I feel like I would be a bit strict and make sure everybody's (laughs) doing what they're supposed to be doing.
0: Uh, that's, <laughs> that's really uh and do you uh, do you take that approach to the the album you just made as well because you uh you made Dear Diary which is uh your debut album but like it, is that like the kind of process you have whilst like writing it as well was it like a lot was a lots of bits like oh it's just not quite right I just have to uh, do like mix, fix this one small thing have you been doing that quite a lot or oh, have you been yeah. quite
1: yeah. definitely you should talk to my producer i was sending messages <laughs> like the dub line on this line just doesn't line up perfectly can you fix and he's like to me like I can't even hear that, like, what is wrong with your ears? Um, I'm very observant, especially with my own music, so, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like with the creative process, I'm very open um, with my guitarist and my producer. Like, I like bringing in the collaboration, but when it comes to, like, the way my mixes and masters sound, I'm, like, very observant. Like, if one tiny thing's off, I'll be like, can you fix that, please? (laughs) Um, But he still works with me, so he hasn't kicked me yet, so obviously I'm not that bad.
0: Oh, bless. Well, maybe on in uh, on your festival at the ocean side, you we can get them like a pina colada to say thank you. Or so, or so <laughs> yeah. The, uh, but yeah, that would be really sweet. Um, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's that's really it's uh, it's really nice to hear that because um, I think that's right because when you're in the, in that creative flow, you kind of like yeah you want to make sure it's perfect because uh, as i say with that show i, I mentioned here comes Human, it was like a really important it's the first one i did in Edinburgh fringe which is the world's largest arts festival who uh, for anyone who didn't didn't know but like it's um yeah like i really wanted it to be as polished as possible and you want mm-hmm. to make sure every bit works the way intended as well and it's getting that it's that regular consistent feedback as well right. but like uh but yeah um but yeah it's it's it's, it's really weird but like um yeah, I think it's important to like, kind of put that pressure on. But you're very self-aware about your own work when you're mm-hmm. working to that level of intensity. Uh, but yeah. Um. Anyway, talking about being self-aware, how much do you reckon you would charge per ticket for your lineup? And, uh, and that's without revealing the lineup.
1: Okay, so I'm going to be charging $200 for a single day, and then for the three-day pass, it's 500
0: Wow, okay. Uh, that's very cool. And so it's uh is it so a 3-day festival. We know that beforehand. Yep. Three, 3 days going to be Oh, I'm very excited. So so it's on an island. It's a 3-day festival. How are people flying over there or is it is it for locals? What's the vibe?
1: You can definitely fly. I mean, I feel like if you're going to go to St. Thomas, just go there for a vacay and then just be there at the time of the festival. That's what I would mm-hmm. do.
0: This, this is slowly starting to become like fire festival, but a bet <laughs> fire festival, like a fest, like maybe, well, water festival, It's us say Oceanside Festival, there we go. <laughs> it's it's going to be way better than fire festival. and, uh, and uh, But yeah, is, is it going to be camping on there as well, or are you uh, sticking to only um, hotels and stuff like that?
1: Um, St. Thomas has a beautiful resort, so I'm going to make sure that everybody staying has their own room
0: oh that, so that's yeah wow uh, and that's that's pretty decent uh, i think that's um and do you, have you ever been camping before or, or anything like that
1: i haven't that's totally not my vibe oh my like, god I've, I've been thinking about it like there's someone i'm really good friends with who goes camping a lot and he's like you should try camping i'm like um no i like my five star hotels when i go places i don't want to camp
0: <laughs> wow this is uh like <laughs> it, it is like fire festival yeah yeah <laughs> No, uh, no, I, uh, I, uh, this is interesting, like, cause like, uh, you haven't camped, you haven't been to a music festival, like, uh, I feel like, uh, we, right, if you ever come to the UK, I'm taking to a music festival because, like, it's, I'm gonna open your eyes and you're gonna be like, like, afterwards you'll be speaking, like, dead northern, be like, oh, <laughs> beforehand I was from, uh, Pennsylvania, but now I'm from, uh, from Bolton, you know what I mean, you'll you'll spoken like that, the, your second album will be <laughs> really weird. <laughs> sorry and uh let's ask uh, one final one final question um do you have any kind of food or uh uh, any drinks that you would like at your festival specifically
1: so this is going to be like super upscale fancy like i said so we're going to have steak and chicken shrimp like super like exotic fruit salads from the island um drinks you know like your typical drinks um But I'm making it bring your own bottle because, like I said, the responsibility is on the guests. So if they want to get wasted and stuff, that's on them. I'm not supplying the alcohol. (laughs)
0: Oh, so it's, it's be, I like it because like everyone gets a hotel room you know you get to see this three-day lineup but, but for, for your booze we're not we're not gonna just be it yourself way, right, mate you know it's uh a, it's a, that's the a, that's the level isn't it? it's like all right I've done all this for you just bring your own booze like I I, I can't be like stop being trashy get on with it you know what I mean that's 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 the vibe that's I know that for sure oh. <laughs> um Right, well, I think that's uh, about time to head over to uh, the main stage of your festival. Let's head over and start listening to, uh, to what you have in stock. just matter like I know I should But I just remember that I left it in the club I don't know how I'll get my high I take a look around and know I sigh But then my salvation, it comes through Cause I'm inhaling pure O2 Cause I'm going to the Oxygen can Cause I'm That was actually quite disappointing. So, we know it's a three-day festival, but is it Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? It is. Brilliant. So, tell you what, Demi, uh, who is the opener on your Friday? Who is the first artist on who's going to absolutely blow us away, and who's going to start off that festival?
1: Carly Pearce.
0: Oh, I don't know them. Can you tell me a little bit about
1: them? (gasps) Oh, Carly Pierce, you have to listen to her. She's incredible. She's a country artist. Um, She just released her new album, 29, Written in Stone. And she's just fantastic. And I think what I love so much about her is she can put a lot of attitude in her music when she wants to, but at the same time, she's very vulnerable and authentic. And I think her whole personality, she's so kind-hearted. She's so loving. She's so optimistic. Um, And I think having Carly open the festival is a perfect choice.
0: Uh, yeah, so um, opening a festival is really important. It's almost like it's because you have to get that right energy straight away, and there's a different vibe for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, and Friday opener is certainly the big one to do. Like, uh, so why do you think um, why do you think Kali would be like the best person for this role as well? Like, uh, uh, what did they bring to the table?
1: She's just like I feel like her energy, like she's just so like every opportunity she gets, it's so clear that it's like. golden for her Mm -hmm. um and she's like she's just starting to really break through and have big success and even the small things I see like from social media she'll be very touched by things and so I feel like just from an appreciation level I feel I feel like Carly would just appreciate the opportunity whereas some other big artists would just be like oh cool I get to open this festival Carly would be like oh my god I get to open this festival what this is awesome so I feel like she'd really appreciate it
0: and yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's really cool. And uh, yeah, I, um, I, I wish I knew more about uh, Carly Pierce. And, uh, but yeah, Carly Pierce is, um, yeah, I, uh, I think that's, that's just really sweet. And uh, in terms of the music that you like, you mentioned that uh, that positive attitude is really, really important for you. In terms of the musicians that you like, how important is that personality? How important is that person to be a positive person?
1: It's very important. Um, I think as a songwriter myself, I'm being very aware of what I'm saying in public and what I'm putting online and just my overall personality and interviews and things because um, somebody can love somebody's music, but I've found myself with some artists I loved. If they do something that's very questionable and not nice and just makes me go oh my god like why would they do that Mm -hmm. Um, that's not good like I feel like naturally you're going to start pulling away and so I always think it's really important to be the best person you can if you're going to be in music
0: yeah, and, yeah, I absolutely agree, because, like, th- like the, um, there are certain people you're just like, oh, why do you have to say that? Come on, like, I just, why, why like, just stop being a, that person, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, it's, uh, they can be really, uh, it can really make a dampener on the music you like, and also, as I get older, there's a lot of bands that I used to like in the past uh, who are now definitely, like, definitely questionable. Mm-hmm. Questionable at best, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, and it's just, like, oh you can't enjoy it in the same way anymore but like Mm -hmm. you still you liked it at the time but you just it's different now yeah but but yeah I think that's really that's really cool and uh and also another thing as well and this is moving on obviously you you work in this industry you you are a singer songwriter Mm -hmm. and uh, I guess it's kind of a an interesting thing when you're in that industry booking a lineup of your kind of contemporaries and your peers and people um these people are obviously aspirational and uh people who are uh, of of interest for you but uh, is it difficult kind of picking people who you may know or may uh, um may may have uh, met before and stuff like that
1: for the lineup like people i know personally
0: uh, well, I just mean like, a um, when you're working in that industry, like, for example, if I was booking a comedy, um, version, like, it might be a bit weird because, like, some people I will know in real life, and some people, um, yeah, is is it is there any difference in that kind of capacity?
1: Um, I think it is a little bit because um, you definitely have to network and know people, um, but at the same time, um, when you're booking things like this, you want to make it the best for the guests. And so some of these artists that I chose for this music festival aren't necessarily my favorite artists, but I think like they would make a good addition to the lineup. And so I think there's a level of picking people that you personally know or that you're a fan of. And balancing that with knowing what the fans want and also delivering that as well, so it's finding that balance. Wow!
0: Yeah, that's it. I tell you what, you've 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 gone in like very admirable there. It's like it's not it's not what I want. It's what's for the good of the festival, okay? Like uh, uh, they're already drunk on their own booze. They're drinking um, like barnstormer. Um, uh, Kevin's passed out, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, and uh, like they <laughs> they're all being sent home for their bad behaviour. <laughs> so after after Carly Pearce uh, who do you have
1: Sabrina Carpenter is next an and she's a pop artist so for this festival you'll notice I'm alternating back and forth between country and pop um, oh so country that's pop. A, yeah
0: so it's so, country pop country pop yeah country pop, pretty much a, yeah now is, it, is that all the way through the festival
1: Um, pretty much yeah but there's a couple of surprises
0: <gasps> oh I'm, I can't wait to be surprised um, so, and <laughs> so i feel like to save my embarrassment moving on um i feel that uh some some of our fa- fans will be aware that uh, i might not know every uh, <laughs> every artist coming up i recently did a, an episode with a uh, the lovely uh, Abigail Shamon and we talked about musical theatre. Oh, sorry, Abigail talked about musical theatres for about an hour, and I was like, "Yep, don't know that." <laughs> <laughs> and S- Sarah Callahan too, with a lot of uh, grime musicians as well. So, um, just <laughs> to save my perpetual embarrassment, uh, if, uh, tell me why why you like Sabrina, and uh, and uh, anyone else who I don't know, do <laughs> to, to, uh, to let me know about them too. God, I sound like a granddad. <laughs>
1: Sabrina is awesome. Um, I love her because she's super like contemporary pop and that's like the genre I grew up loving and listening to. Um, and when I discovered her she's she's mainstream but she's not huge, which is probably why you haven't heard of her. Mm-hmm. Um, but hers just her songs are just so. The production is really cool, it's super fun instrumentation, Um, and also she brings a lot of her own personal experience into her writing as well, and as you'll notice with a lot of these artists, I'm very drawn to songwriters and artists who draw on their personal experiences because it's authentic. Um, But Sabrina's awesome, she's also a sweetheart, I met her.
0: Oh, and when did you meet her?
1: I met her on tour in... Um, the, the years are getting mixed up because 2020 just didn't happen. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was either it was either 2016 or 2017. Um, I met her when she toured.
0: So we have Carly, then um, Carly, then Sabrina, and uh, yeah. So next one up is a pop musician.
1: Well, this is where a surprise comes in.
0: Oh no! You throw me off. Of, i was trying to sound <laughs> really professional, and you've already thrown me under the bus. Oh <laughs> god.
1: So so one of the things that I um and really passionate about is independent artists getting a chance to you know show what they've got as well and so for this festival the middle slot the third spot on all three days will be an independent artist but the whole thing with this is any independent artist who is at the music festival before the festival starts they get to put their name in for a drawing and then the morning of each day an artist will be drawn and they will get to perform
0: Wow, it's like the Hunger Games for music. It's great. Yeah, I didn't even think of that.
1: <laughs>
0: and they're, if they're trashy, they'll have to fight to death, and uh, yeah. whoever wins becomes <laughs> king of the islands. Good, good. Uh, this is getting very Squid Game very fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, that's good. So, independent lottery. I like that idea. You, we we've actually never had a, a lottery idea like that before, but it's quite cool. Uh, but is there a chance that there's an independent band that comes up? They bring all the stuff, and then they just don't get picked, or it's like, do they have to just play on the airplane home or something like that?
1: Well, yeah, because there's only three spots. So say there's like fifteen independent artists who put their name in, only three will get it. But you know,
0: G- gutted, absolutely gutted. <laughs> um, but uh, so are you saying that in this in this slot? you uh you don't have any one particular person but it right. can be picked no it's uh, gonna
1: be at the festival they're gonna get yeah. drawn the morning of
0: okay so it's an empty slot but with a kind of like a um to, but to sh- it's a showcase slot right
1: yeah Yep.
0: wow so which kind of people would you invite uh, to kind of maybe try and fill that slot across the three days
1: um, you know, I think it would be open to anybody. This is a thing where I definitely don't want to handpick friends for this because I feel like, like I was saying before, there's a balance between picking people you know and, um, you know, letting others do it. And I think for an opportunity like this, it's just fair to do the drawing. Obviously, I will invite friends and there will be artists there that I don't know who are independent. Um, but I think leaving it to the drawing is the most fair way of doing it.
0: Well, I I know you say you don't have friends on it, but Demi, can I perform on all three days? I can play my album back to back.
1: You know what? Maybe we'll see. Oh no, maybe I have to that, listen to it
0: first. No, no <laughs> that was a soft no. You were that was a polite no. I do appreciate that, but you, you, that you were like
1: uh, maybe, but,
0: but, yeah, I, it's but fine. But you say it's, it's, I,
1: you say it's, it's bad. It might not be bad. I have to listen uh, to it.
0: Yeah, you know? but I I I'm like. I'm a I'm a live performer. I'll 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 get the crowd going. <laughs> no, pl- yeah. Please don't book bu- that. Pl- da- I I you don't hear many people say this, but please don't book me. Oh. <laughs> it might it, I might <laughs> when I come off stage and I see Sabrina and Carly who are just open wide and just like what on earth was that? I was like that was rock and roll. See you later. <laughs> but you know
1: what? I'll tell you this. If you help me organize a festival if you're on the island with me and you're helping me do all the things then for one of the days between two of the artists I will let you perform
0: <laughs> I never you sounded more like a child <laughs> like, <laughs> if you do all your washing up and all your jobs you can do it It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah I'll, I'll take it thank you that's very sweet I'll uh, can't wait to uh to do um I'll do a, a very short um tw- 20 hour slot that's my that's my <laughs> It's a it's a musical odyssey. That's that's what it'll be. Yeah. Um anyway, really harsh in the vibes on St. Thomas uh, there. <laughs> um so after a question mark over me, uh after the showcase slot, who uh, who have you got on on your Friday?
1: So next is Please Tell Me You know Mayor Morris. Please.
0: Oh, sorry. I think there's a connection issue. I, I didn't uh, I didn't quite hear. Oh no.
1: Oh, my gosh, Maren Morris is amazing. Oh, I love God. her. I feel like I'd want her to play just because, you know, I really love artists who do what's right and speak up. And Maren has such an attitude. And if you tick her off, like, she would definitely say something. I um, mean, yeah. she's a big advocate for, you know, giving women in music more opportunities yeah. um, and all those things. So... You, you definitely know some of Marin's songs. When we get off, just look up Marin Morris and you will definitely yeah. know some.
0: Okay, I, uh, I am Googling Marin as we speak. And yeah, I don't think I know anyone. I think all <laughs> I know is people from the 90s. Why do I do a music podcast when I don't know anyone? This is the worst I've ever felt ever. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm so sorry. So uh, Marin is a is, is country artist.
1: Yeah, she's country, but she definitely pushes the boundaries and does a lot of country pop crossover as well.
0: And you mentioned that she does um, a lot of um, duets and, and featuring songs. So, like, uh, yeah. So what what makes Marin really good at that?
1: She, I feel like, just brings a lot to the table, both as a songwriter and artist. And just because she's so flexible um, with her genre, I think she has a lot to offer. Like, The Middle, which is her big hit with Zedd. Um, Baby, why don't you just meet me in the middle? can't believe you never heard that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's like an EDM like dance song, but then she also has her country song songs um so yeah I feel like she just has a lot to bring to the table that people look at her and and they're like oh yeah I wonder what I can do with the with a collaboration with Marin." um so I think that's why
0: I feel very inspired to listen to these uh <laughs> these, these people but like uh, i feel like i'll be banging on the uh, the the glass window <laughs> be like hey, you kids get off my lawn that kind of thing like, i feel like i'm such a granddad uh, i do apologize but uh, uh <clears throat> but um yeah uh, but so after maren morris is it the headliner or have you got, how many acts have you got left
1: yes it's the last performer for friday which is uh. julia michaels
0: uh, yes julia michaels uh, you you um i actually do know julia michaels as you sent her over i wouldn't yes. have known otherwise but can you tell me more about julia michaels i'm so i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> i i feel like you might quit this interview halfway through
1: <laughs> so julia is a huge inspiration of mine um she's an incredible incredible songwriter Um, And I think she's she's definitely the songwriter who inspired me to even start songwriting. So that's huge. Um, I actually met her as well. When she opened for Maroon 5, I got a meet and greet. Um, And just from being Mm -hmm. a fan for so long, we actually follow each other on Twitter and she like knows who I am. Um, So Mm -hmm. when I went to this meet and greet she actually recognized me and was like you're to me, aren't you and i literally i'm not even gonna not even gonna like lie here i just started crying and Aww. it was like the best thing yeah i have a i have a framed picture of us in my room um she's literally my biggest inspiration so i had to give julia the headline spot on oh, friday
0: that's really sweet and uh say julia was an inspiration to your songwriting what, what kind of elements did she add that kind of aided you creating your album
1: she's just so raw and honest in her music and I think that's one of the biggest challenges as a songwriter because it's really scary to put your heart on your sleeve and open up like that Um, and for a while I really struggled with that and when I started to songwrite I was kind of making up imaginary stories and I wasn't connecting with anything I was writing Um, but then once I started to really listen to Julia and get to take a deeper dive into the other songs that she's written for other artists you can really see authenticity in that and that really inspired me to take that leap myself and not necessarily you know worry about what other people will think just go out there and share my story and let people hear that
0: that's re- that's really sweet and uh yeah I, I really do appreciate that that's that's really sweet and um yeah it's nice to hear such a great inspiration on um on, on you as well that's, that's great and um yeah very touching that um but, well, yeah, that, that's, I think that's, uh, let's leave that there and let's move on to your Saturday because it would be really interesting to see who else that you have. But before we get to your Saturday, um, before we go to the hotel, is there is there a massive nightlife?
1: You know... I guess if people want to, but I'm not going to, like, encourage it. <laughs>
0: oh, so what that was is, like, uh, um, you can have one drink before bed, but if you act out of order, I will be telling the police on you, and be at, there, there is a curfew at 10.30 sharp. Is that, what you, is that your vibe?
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like St. Thomas is just such, like, a chill, upscale island in general that I feel like the people who work on the island wouldn't really go for that.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's. I think you, you want to be respectful. Like you don't want to annoy the the people. Let's let's uh have our music festival. Be polite. Pick up our litter and go home for the night. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. So we wake up fresh faced and not at all hungover because we we uh we don't want to uh, offend the overlord uh, <laughs> in charge. Sorry, it's rude. Um. But yeah. So who do you have on your Saturday?
1: So opening up on Saturday is Ava Max. who is a pop artist. Yeah. Yep, and then after that is Danielle Bradbury, who is a country artist.
0: Nice. So, again, pop and uh, country there. And, uh, yeah, so why do you think they work better on Saturday, um, well, the, the early on Saturday rather than Friday and Sunday? What What makes Saturday so special?
1: So I think for them, they're both artists who... You know are authentic in their writing but also they have a lot of songs with a ton of attitude like if you listen to a lot of ava's and danielle's songs like lots of attitude um super sassy at times and i i feel like waking up on a saturday after one day of a festival goes by people are gonna be ready to go and like ready to have fun and i feel like having those two open with these super up-tempo bops with a lot of attitude and sass would be fantastic
0: yeah and do you think attitude is important for an artist? Have you ever seen an artist who had too much attitude?
1: You know, don't be over the top with the attitude, but I feel like Ava and Danielle are, you know, chill about it and they'll sprinkle in a little bit of attitude to just give it that little flavor, but neither of them are over the top.
0: Yeah. Have, have you ever, um, in, in your like live performances, have you ever been the diva or anything like that?
1: really i don't think so no (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh, i don't think so but if you don't get my brown m&m's right i'm gonna be absolutely livid Uh, (laughs) i'm just teasing i'm just teasing so we have ava max daniel bradbury then the third slot is a another showcase slot Um, right
1: you have another independent artist
0: yeah well let's just go for let's go for the penultimate um person saturday followed by our headliner let's take it away
1: so there's actually one before the headliner. Um, <gasps> okay. So yeah, yeah, there's there's five. Well, there's a surprise. So wait. <laughs> oh God! So after the independent artist is Selena Gomez. Please tell me you know Selena. Yes, Gomez. I do know Selena Thank Gomez. You. Yes, of course. Um, I'm not.
0: I'm not an idiot. Oh, of course, I know <laughs> Selena Gomez. Obviously. <laughs>
1: So Selena Gomez, and then after that, who everybody thinks is the headliner is Carrie Underwood. And if you don't know Carrie Underwood, I am ending the call. <laughs> uh, uh
0: yeah, yeah she she yeah I love I love Carrie Underwood. She's, Yay! Um, yeah 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 uh, um, yeah 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 definitely.
1: Yeah, so Carrie, <laughs> she's Carrie. like the biggest like one of the biggest country artists. But yeah, so Carrie is. <laughs> thank thank um, you for telling me. <laughs> powerhouse like yeah best vocals amazing so she's the headliner but she's not the last performer on saturday because (gasps) taylor swift is going to come and play and the reason why i picked taylor swift is because we all know that she is so amazing with different genres she has her country Mm -hmm. albums pop albums now she's re-recording her country albums she has folklore and evermore so she's totally all across the board and just to give this festival the kind of underlying point i'm trying to make is that pop and country should and can be performed together um taylor is going to do a big set that is basically a long medley of her country and pop songs
0: whoa now how long have you been planning this festival because this this is really cohesive this is congruent this is a you've got a message in it as well and you got taylor swift that's pretty cool <laughs> i put a like... lot of thought
1: into it i like that
0: <laughs> yeah and uh yeah i i didn't I know that you like country and pop but i didn't know there was a message behind it until you just explained it uh, but yeah. that's really cool i think it's a nice uh uh balance to have and uh, i think taylor swift is really that kind of the emblem of both you know like right. the, the the pop and country success and uh, yep. yeah i think that's that's really uh that's really uh very sweet as well so and do you think that um like taylor swift will be hanging out with the other acts like maybe do like a, a feature spot or anything like that
1: Yeah, you know what? Taylor is just she's so big, but she has the hugest heart. Like she does so much for female artists in the industry. She's supportive of, you know, up and coming artists. um, And I feel like she would just like go on stage, perform, and then just hang out with everybody after. Like, I feel like that's Taylor's vibe yeah
0: and obviously you'd be backstage from like taylor i do appreciate you but you have gone over the curfew so don't be- yeah <laughs> uh, i will be giving you a written warning uh, and <laughs> <laughs> bless mm. uh, but yeah so um yeah i think taylor swift on saturday night i'm gonna say taylor swift is a pretty awesome saturday night act because i feel that mm-hmm. um it's, it's hard to like i feel like maybe not friday maybe not sunday but definitely a saturday night yeah act. You know what i mean like i think it's the right it's definitely right for for that um yep. but yeah um without further ado let's head to our sunday and uh, tell us who you got
1: so opening on sunday is olivia rodrigo
0: yes i think i know olivia
1: yes you do know olivia driver's license <laughs> <laughs> you definitely know olivia I'm sending you my Spotify playlist after this, and forcing oh you don't listen to listen, everybody. I've, I've
0: I've never felt so ashamed. Well, I have, <laughs> but like uh, but like uh, at the start of this podcast, you were like, uh, "Oh, it's okay, you don't need it." And I was like, "You know them. You should know them. You you you, you shit." Sorry, yeah, that's that's. Uh, so yeah, I I do I I, I vaguely know Olivia. I've definitely listened to a few songs before, but like uh, uh yeah um tell you what uh, uh, i i should send you some uh, some stuff that i like as well so uh, <laughs> just so i feel less guilty as well <laughs> yeah
1: oh my gosh yeah so olivia is gonna open um on saturday um yeah. i feel like she'd be awesome and then just you know for effect because i'm like this i have a country artist um she's more country her name's olivia lane who is smaller um but definitely mm-hmm. up and coming and so i have both olivia's back to back how cool is that
0: double olivia set that's nice and uh <laughs> Do they come on together and kind of, like, fuse and be like, we are Olivia, we are strong. <laughs> like, kind of, like... Yeah.
1: They should, like, do a little, like, duet where they do, like, a cross over thing where they do each other's songs.
0: No, I cool. love that. Like, uh, there's, a, there's a thing on the internet um, where... Uh, like uh, two of my favorite bands, uh, there's uh, two punk artists, uh, there's uh, Jeff Rosenstock and AJJ. They, one of them is playing, and then the other one, co- like, they both come on stage, play together, and that like, kind of fades out, and the other one goes out, and like, they kind of crossover very, very, uh, yeah. very quickly. And I think that's what, what could happen here. That yes, crossover.
1: totally. Yeah. Olivia crossover. Uh,
0: the Olivia crossover. And that sounds like a Sylvia Plath novel. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I mean by that. Um, but yeah. Um, so again, third slot is the, um, is independent, the independent artist. artist. Um, I will be picking up my my time there. That'll be quite good. <laughs> uh, uh, and um, yeah, so who is closing off Sunday? Because Sunday is a again, if you've never been to a festival, it's a, a very odd vibe. Because like people are tired, they kind of had a, they're a little bit hungover, and they're yeah. they're, 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 they're kind of ready to get back on that flight. But um, yeah. but you, they stay because of the awesome. Uh, finish so what right. what do you think is the awesome way to finish
1: well there's two more on sunday because there's five days so after the independent artist is Haley steinfeld who's pop um oh i love her she's super sweet as well um she does a lot of acting um mm-hmm. she starred in either one or two of the pitch perfect movies um she's in dickinson so she's done a lot of acting but she's an incredible artist um but as far mm-hmm. as who is after Haley and ending kelsey valerini Um, Oh love her. Incredible, incredible. She is the artist who made me fall in love with country music, so that's huge for me. And because she's the artist who made me fall in love with country music, specifically her song Homecoming Queen, I am going to join her on stage to sing Homecoming Queen. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Awesome. And I actually recorded my own version of that song I'm releasing next year.
0: Whoa, that's so cool. And... So can you? I just want to back up ever so slightly because there's a lot going on here. Um, how did KLC get you into country music? What what is the access point? What was the day that you fell for it?
1: It was the first time I heard Homecoming Queen because it made me cry, and that's the first time I was affected like that by a country song. And for like years, my friends and my brother-in-law were like, "You have to listen to country music." To me, you have to. Um, but I was like, I was so into pop music, I never really gave country a chance. Um, But then one day my friend sent me Homecoming Queen by Kelsey. And I literally just sat there and cried. And I was like, oh, my God, this is my favorite song. And it's still my favorite song by her. She doesn't release a bad song. She's amazing. And then after that, you know, like I I noticed, hey, country music's good. And then I started to branch out and listen to others. And now my country music playlist on Spotify is huge. Um, So, yeah, she's really the one who did it for me. And so she has to have the last spot.
0: What is it about Homecoming Queen, the song, which makes you? It makes it very emotive. You know, what's the thing that connects you?
1: So the song is basically saying that it's okay not to be okay, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who, you know, appear all put together on the outside, um, but it's basically saying you shouldn't be ashamed to show who you are underneath and let your emotions show, and it's okay if you cry from time to time. And I feel like I've always been a person who you know tries to hide my emotions and not really open up about things and that song made me realize like hey if Kelsey is literally talking about this in a song it's okay to do that and so that was like a big life-changing moment for me
0: hey well thank you for being open and honest that's a really sweet thing to say and uh yeah really uh really that's why we do the podcast is to kind of Talk about the reasons that we love music and that we connect to it in that way. And uh, music is love, music is connecting, and uh, music is um, it's like a different language, you know? It's really cool. Mm-hmm, and, definitely. Uh, and, yeah, uh, and just to kind of wrap up on on this stage, um, you're obviously performing at the end as well. Like So in this dream scenario with uh, you and Kelsey, uh, so is there, is there, does she bring you on, do you have a hug, do you, like, what's, what's the vibe?
1: So, obviously, Homecoming Queen would be, like, the final song, so I'll join her at the very end, um, and this will be planned ahead of time, so <laughs> of we're course. going to know what's happening, but the audience isn't going to know but when she's like to me come up on stage we're saying homecoming queen everyone's going to go crazy but i'm going to like pretend that it's a big surprise even though it was totally planned um but i feel like it's <laughs> going to be <a> kind of <laughs> i'll still be surprised and like probably shaking and probably crying on stage but um i feel like it's going to be the kind of thing where we trade lines so we'll go back and forth and then sing the choruses together
0: um would you ever be tempted to be like uh be like, Alright, Kelsey like half halfway through the song, like you just start taking more and more of her lines and she's like, Couldn't out to me. And i was like, and you start you start doing it all, and you start putting her on stage and goes, Hello, this is my festival. Uh, Kelsey. you have be replaced, here I am and uh and then yeah, would you ever do that?
1: I definitely wouldn't do that. I feel like I'd be so <laughs> shot and honored to even be standing on the same stage as Kelsey that you know i'd be super professional about that and yes we will hug at the end and i will cry
0: <laughs> i will cry <laughs> <laughs> um all right i think that's the most perfect way to uh, wrap up this uh this part of the podcast let's head to the final part where we deal with some of your floor fillers uh-oh so So, as with event management, uh, things are bound to go wrong, so here are 5 hypothetical questions that uh, our guest has to deal with in a manner that she sees fit. Oh no, Selena Gomez has cancelled last minute. Who do you get to replace Selena Gomez?
1: I'm going to bring on Ali Brooke to replace her. Um, mm-hmm. She was in Fifth Harmony. Um, You probably missed Fifth Harmony. She was in Fifth Harmony, um, but then she went solo, as did the other girls. Um, But Allie is just just so sweet, and she's so positive. She's so inspiring. Um, So I'm going to bring Allie in as Selena's replacement.
0: That's great. And, okay, second question. One of the people on your lineup is acting like a total diva, uh, but one (laughs) of them has been the biggest diva you've ever mentioned. Who... Out of all the people you picked, is gonna be the biggest diva.
1: <laughs> um the biggest diva. Um that's so hard. You know, I feel like Olivia Rodrigo would kind of be she has a lot of attitude in her songs and she's mm. she's really young, but she you know, she has a mouth and she can be, <laughs> you know, like very, very animated. Um she's a sweetheart though. But I yeah. feel like she'd be, yeah, by Olivia Rodrigo.
0: Absolutely. Now, and uh, the next question I'm going to ask is: uh, I think it, it's it, it's quite good for your festival. It'll work quite sweet, so I don't think it's too much of a, of an issue. But uh, um, let's let's imagine it is. One of your acts have, has forgotten their equipment. But good news, they can do an acoustic set. Which artist, if you had to choose, would you make do an acoustic set?
1: Oh, this is so hard. Um, you know, I'm gonna have to go with Taylor, even though yeah. she's doing all the extra mashup stuff um Taylor because when I saw her on the Reputation Stadium Tour when she did some songs acoustic like it was just absolutely incredible like her standing there in front of a stadium of over 50,000 people playing acoustic just amazing so Taylor Swift
0: Wow that's awesome. F- a final question. Um Oh dear! Someone's running a little late, and you need to fill for time. But fortunately, one of your favorite celebrities is willing to do a DJ set for you. They don't need to be a DJ; just literally any celebrity. But, but which celebrity would you pick?
1: Any celebrity it doesn't have to be an artist.
0: Yep, just literally it could it could be like uh uh yeah anyone anyone you can think of uh like uh, anyone who have any because you get anyone like uh, I find a lot of people who aren't even good DJs are picked to do it just for a bit of a laugh. Do you know what I mean?
1: God, it's so hard. Um, hmm.
0: Like you could pick like Neville Longbottom from uh, Harry Potter, for example. <gasps> like, like, like did be... you know,
1: he was my favorite character from Harry <laughs> Potter. Oh my God, Neville! Yeah. You literally have no idea. He is my favorite character, and I met Matthew Lewis, the artist R- or the actor who plays him in really? movies. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna get we're gonna get Matthew Lewis to do it. That's <laughs> you... it i cannot yeah. believe you knew how did you know
0: see i do know some on people Instagram. no no I, I just i just know sometimes you know i just know <laughs> see i do know some people uh, every now and then
1: <laughs> oh my gosh uh, fantastic
0: and i think that's the perfect way to finish off Flawfulers and it's a perfect way to finish off this podcast uh yes. and uh, yeah to me have you had a really nice time today
1: this was the most fun. Thank you so much for having me. This has been such an honor. I had such a total blast. So thank you.
0: And th- uh, thank you for being here. And before we uh, we go, uh, could you please uh, do you have anything to plug? Like you might want to mention your album and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so my album, Dear Diary, is out. Um, and you can find me on my website, which is demitmshawtz.com. All of my socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube are also to me, I'm Schwartz, that's the handle. Um, and I'm also the host of a podcast called Right on Track, a songwriting podcast.
0: Awesome. And uh, yeah, well, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, thank you, listener, for listening to this episode. I've had, uh, we've had an absolute blast, and we hope you have too. If you like what we do, make sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and uh, or whatever you get your podcast from. And just tell your friends about it as well. Word of mouth really does help. And uh, yeah, and check out our past episodes for free. Uh, and you can, there's more episodes of me being absolutely clueless, like <laughs> liking this one too. Yeah. Uh, um, But please uh, give us a follow at Castle Podcast on Twitter. And please give a massive thank you to our wonderful guest,
1: Demi Michelle. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye.